Welcome to Cyber Ethiopia with JP, your technology news update, right here on 104.7 ABC Radio, your new voice of diversity and renaissance. Today we're going to be looking at some very interesting topics including NFTs. What on earth are they? If you are at the least bit interested in the crypto and blockchain societies, then you must have heard of NFTs and the ridiculous amount of money that they go for. Also a look into Twitter and of course building life on the red planet. One eccentric African billionaire's goals to colonize another planet of our solar system. And being that it is 2022, we'll take a look at some of the most downloaded apps last year. Starting off today's segment, Twitter is cashing out point. 5 billion dollars. According to Ethiotech News, Twitter completes the sale of Mopub to AppLovin for the approximate price of 1.5 billion dollars. Twitter, one of our least favorite social media platforms that recently engaged in opened and blatant censorship activities of Ethiopia's No More campaign which was an attempt to force media to tell the truth about Africa, for once, has now been rewarded for its bad behavior, to the tone of $1.5 billion, for its app Mopub. Twitter announced that it had completed the sale of the mobile ad platform Mopub to a mobile game maker and marketing software provider AppLovin for $1.5 billion in cash. The deal that was first announced in October 2021, following Twitter's reveal of its plan to double its revenue by 2023 to reach a valuation of $7.5 billion or more. While Mopub has helped Twitter to generate approximately $188 million US dollars in revenue in the year 2020, Twitter now sees more potential in developing other areas of its business amid its accelerated product development. Specifically, the company said that it now is redirecting its resources towards performance-based ads, SMBs, and commerce. In an earlier statement, Twitter had reiterated its plans to further the development of its own operational products. Bruce Falk was quoted as to say the following, With the sale of Mopub completed, we can continue to concentrate our efforts on enhancing ads across our platform. Our goal is to deliver fast growth in key areas and accelerate our product development. Bruce Falk is Twitter's general manager of revenue products, and this statement was released in an earlier press release by the company. Previously, Twitter's chief financial officer, Ned Segal, 
had noted that Mopub's sale would allow Twitter to concentrate on its massive ad potential on its website as well as its mobile app platform. In comparison to other online platforms, it is true that Twitter has a lot less ads. However, that also may be due to the type of content that the site is usually serving. Twitter's CFO Ned Segal further stated that the deal represented an opportunity for Twitter to invest in areas of its business that could allow it possibly to expand its revenue and make a model beyond advertising alone. The company over the past year or so has significantly accelerated the pace of product development, with launches like audio chat rooms called Twitter Spaces, newsletters through the acquisition of another online company, review, online communities and misinformation debunking projects such as Birdwatch, paid subscription services such as Twitter Blue, and creator economy tools like that of Superfollow and tipping through crypto. E-commerce also including its live shopping and more have attributed to the growth of Twitter's revenue stream. Combined, these products leave Twitter more opportunities to seek out revenue in new ways, like commissions on ticket events or subscriptions, for example. The sale of Mopub also came at a time when the mobile industry had been upset by changes implemented by Apple in its new version of iOS operating system. With Apple's new privacy-focused tools, as well as a lot of online platforms like Google moving away from cookies and other personal information stores on websites, more customers can now opt out of being tracked by apps and advertisers alike, making a business like Mopub much less interesting for Twitter or anyone trying to break out in terms of revenue on the online scene. App Levin, however, sees the opportunity in leveraging Mopub's demand and supply-side tools into its larger in-app mediation platform called Max. So it would appear that AppLovin would like to integrate all of these into a unified platform, furthering its growth as a business and its revenue. The company AppLovin also says that it expects to process more than $15 billion of annualized advertisers spent by 2023. At the time of the deal, Mopub's software was used by 45,000 mobile apps to manage their monetization and had reached 1.5 billion addressable users around the world. AppLovin said today more than 150 DSPs or directly accessibles representing thousands of brands and agencies now have direct access to AppLovin's exchange. According to Adam Farogi, AppLovin's co-founder and CEO said in a statement that developers benefit from more features to help drive higher monetization opportunities and streamlined workflows, leading to increased revenue for their businesses. We believe in the power of this unified platform, which is unparalleled in today's market. Adam Farogi further said that we are expecting to execute on this strategic acquisition with our sights set on operating the largest and most robust in-app advertising platform that enhances the growth of the broader mobile app ecosystem. The acquisition is expected to be completed early in 2022. Twitter also noted that Mopub's platform, including the network mediation, advanced bidding, and marketplace, as well as other services included in the deal, will be transferred over to AppLevin on the sunset of the 31st of March, 2022. 
The Mopub dashboard and reporting will be available until the 8th of April 2022. Publishers will have a 90-day transition period from which they can close off or mediate any remaining deals before the transfer of the app to App Lover. Our next technology story for today on Cyber Ethiopia with JP sees us going over to a neighbor. Well, not the kind of neighbor you can walk over and borrow sugar from. More like the neighboring planet Mars. And one eccentric billionaire's attempt to make human life a common thing throughout the universe. According to Ethiotech News' Barakat Kasai, building life on the red planet is something that is already underway. The Earth is known to sustain life because it provides warmth as well as protection from space radiation through its blanket atmosphere. It also offers the essential biochemical nutrients for life and is an optimal distance away from the sun which provides just enough warmth to keep liquid water around. With 7.8 billion people inhabiting the Earth, the planet's constant cycles of nature make it ideal and as far as we know, the only living space that can support life in our universe. However, resources on Earth are scarce, as well as space, if you listen to some people. The insane mission to colonize Mars, which is being spearheaded by SpaceX, a company which was originally committed to improving rocket technology to optimize the expense of space travel, is now on a quest to colonize Mars. The insanely ambitious plan aspires to mass-produce cost-effective spaceships to build a habitable metropolis on the Red Planet. So far as it's concerned, SpaceX has already booked the launch of a pilot project that will travel to Mars in 2024. Every two years, the company hopes to take advantage of a window of opportunity where Earth and Mars align at the closest possible distance. As of today, traveling to Mars takes an estimated seven months, according to the newest reports by SpaceX. Because of the release of their new Starship prototypes, the travel will soon be cut to a five-month journey. According to the company's anticipated timeline, mass migration of humans to Mars will begin by the 2040s. Hundreds of thousands of Mars citizens should be able to live in a sustainable city cluster on the red planet by 2050. So, what do we expect from all of this? Making life possible on Mars undoubtedly is not going to be a piece of cake. According to a space agency, NASA, the planet is the coldest desert in the world and quote-unquote a tough place for life. The air on Mars is mostly carbon dioxide, making it totally inhabitable for human life. It is an environment with the average temperature of minus 63 degrees Celsius during the summer. It has a peak temperature of 20 degrees Celsius at the equator at noon. On top of that, it barely contains atmospheric volume that can keep inhabitants protected from harmful solar radiation emitted by our sun. Although it's still too early to start living on Mars, Many concepts are emerging to make this incredible vision possible. Tech companies are joining the effort by proposing innovative solutions to problems. Dome-shaped cities to be built in clusters, powered by sustainable solar energy. Hydroponic farms are also being proposed. Others suggest it is more practical to build 3D printed egg-shaped buildings in a vertical structure. Others are suggesting to build underground tunnels 
and underground villages. Because solar panels would be the only source of electricity, SpaceX itself is working on mass production of innovative solar technology panels that will be able to utilize less energy. Furthermore, according to Elon Musk himself, a direct democracy would be implemented amongst future citizens of Mars. It will be an incredible time in history to witness when it happens. Before going into our top 10 most downloaded apps of 2021, we're going to take a musical break. Here's Usher with Let It Burn. I know this is something I gotta do, but that don't mean I want to. What I'm trying to say is that I love you. I just, I feel like this is coming to an end. And it's better for me to let it go now and hold on and hurt you. to say this it's coming from my heart it's been a long time coming but we didn't been fell apart we really want to work this out but i don't think you're gonna change it i do but you don't think it's best we go our separate ways everyone i should stay in this relationship when i'm hurting baby i ain't happy baby because there's so many other things i gotta deal with Myself calling her your name Ladies tell me do you understand Now my fellas do you feel my pain It's the way I feel I know I made a mistake, now it's too late I know she ain't coming back What I gotta do now, now To get my shorty back Man I don't know what I'm gonna do Without my boo You've been gone for too long It's been 11 days I'm teen hours, I'ma be burning to you Let it burn, let it burn. Ooh, deep down inside you, know what's up. 
Cyber Ethiopia with JP is back on the other side of that track. So on to our next story. According to Ethiotech News' Anwar Nas, here is a list of the most downloaded apps globally in 2021. Since smartphones became a thing, millions of users all over the globe have found some sort of connection with their mobile devices in one way or another. These users, through the use of apps, are able to spend time in front of their screens which is actually becoming something quite alarming. Unable to get enough digital content is something that a lot of companies, including Aptopia, are currently working on. According to Aptopia, digital content is king, and also king maker of apps. And that's why they have said that the number one most used and most downloaded application for both Android and iOS in the world in 2021 was TikTok. TikTok has made a lot of people famous, it's made a lot of people money, and it's also been known to pose a significant threat to Facebook, Snapchat, Spotify, and the famous YouTube online video sharing platform. The most popular apps may surprise you. So let's take a look at the rest of the applications on the list. Coming in a second place with a 545 million downloads is Instagram. But not far behind it is its, well, I don't know what to call this. Should we call it Facebook or Meta? Everybody knows that Facebook is rebranding and has changed its company name to Meta and it has hopes of introducing the Metaverse. Well, Facebook has 416 million downloads in the year 2021 following close behind is another Facebook application, WhatsApp, with 395 million downloads. But they shouldn't get too comfortable in that fourth position because right behind them in fifth place is Telegram, with 329 million downloads. Right after that in sixth place with 327 million downloads, we have an app which confuses anybody over the age of 35, Snapchat, being followed close behind with a very, very suspicious positioning in seventh place is Zoom with 300 million downloads. I wonder if COVID didn't happen, would Zoom still be as popular? What do you guys think? In eighth place, we have Messenger with 265 million downloads and a video editing app called CapCut comes in ninth place with 255 million downloads. Spotify takes the 10th place with 203 million downloads. Before we wrap things up for today's segment, right here on Cyber Ethiopia, we're going to be taking a look at something called NFTs. What on earth are they? It seems that the world has just been getting used to and, and trying to grasp the terms, the, the complicated ups and downs of the pricing of cryptocurrency, and now the world of crypto has brought something else for us to try and figure out what on earth it means. That is NFTs. NFTs, for those of you who are wondering, you've probably seen a couple of videos on TikTok or maybe even seen some ridiculous price tags like the one piece of digital art 
that was sold in NFT format that went for $63.7 million. A ridiculous amount of money for a digital copy of something, wouldn't you say? Well, to get down to brass tacks, NFTs stand for non-fungible tokens. Now, if you are a little bit familiar with, with blockchain technologies, blockchain is the storage area or digital ledger of cryptocurrency. And it's also known to be 100% uncopyable because if money could be copied, you could just copy paste 100 bare bills onto your desktop. That wouldn't make the money very valuable, would it? Well, NFTs are basically using the digital ledger of blockchain technology to create basically a certificate of authenticity or proof of ownership, if you will. It's also a core technology which is being implemented in digital contracts to make those contracts legally binding over the internet. So while this is the main concept behind NFTs, if anyone asked me if they really are worth as much money as people are saying, then I would say no. Reason being because in the technology world, a lot of times when a new technology comes out, those who understand it and those who don't all seem to just go along with the trend and not. This happened back in the 90s when the internet was a new thing. It was called the dot-com bubble. A lot of companies that were dot-com companies, for example, Yahoo and the rest of the famous websites at the time, started to become very valuable. And when they did, a lot of investment bankers and venture capitalists started advising people that anything that had a dot-com in it was pure gold. So everybody started pouring their money into it. Needless to say, a lot of the dot-com companies, around 90%, blew all of their investment funding. Which is why I wouldn't say that people should get into NFTs. Main reason being, a lot of the time, all of these NFT files or digital assets that are being sold for these ridiculous amounts of money can A, be screenshotted and another digital copy can be had of that NFT without actually owning it. Also, you don't have to be the owner of the digital uh, content. You don't have to be the copyright holder or any of that to make an NFT. So basically, you can do what a lot of people have done and take a simple internet meme, create an NFT, and sell it for a ridiculous amount of money. A lot of online sources, including Ethiotech News, have actually stated that one of the main reasons why NFTs are selling is not because they are the new hot commodity in the digital world, but rather because a large number of people that are buying these NFTs are actually hiding from the IRS. So many of you may know that American tax law is no joke and tax evasion is a big thing. They come after you for it and when they do catch you, you end up going to prison for a long period of time. So to get away from this, a lot of people that are transferring their wealth from crypto assets into NFTs because when they do that, they don't have to declare any kind of currency change since it's still in crypto that the purchases are taking place, they don't have to file any tax release forms. So this is the main reason why NFTs are becoming such a big deal. I hope you guys all enjoyed the amazing content that we had for you today and we hope to catch you on our next segment. This is Cyber Ethiopia with JP on the one and only 104.7 UBC Radio, your new voice of diversity and renaissance.
me, call me. I said, I call me, call me. Uh, call me, call me, call me, call me this designer. I got sweet insiders, like the Ricky Blinders, like the maddest bikers, like the PC drivers. Switch the lights on, champion the house boys. Cyber is his life source, you can never get bored. Sit across a jet store, all the knowledge we pour. <laughs> crash course, yeah, crash With JP, uh, with JP, 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 uh, with JP, uh.